Welcome back to MSW on a Monday evening. It is a Monday reaction time and all you need to do to give us a call a bit later on is 089-110-3377 or 089-110-2000. Leave us a WhatsApp voice notes if you would like your say on what Stuart Bax had to say. But earlier on, you can send us a voice note to 060-584-2250. We'd love to hear from you. But we're going to be talking all about the 2019 AFCON now, in particular the semi-finals. And uh, joining us on the line is uh, Joseph Yobo, former Nigerian national team captain and now turned football analyst. Good evening, Joseph. Great to hear from you again on MSW. Yeah, good evening, Owen. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, heartbreak for you, I guess, after going out uh, 2-1 to Algeria just this past weekend. Uh, the feeling of the nation, what is it like right now? Yeah, sad and um you know, everybody's a bit down because we thought that um this squad had the potential to at least get to the finals. Mm. But um football you have to end the right to win. Um, I thought the Algerians played better than us. In my opinion they are the most complete team from the start of the tournament till date. They're qualifying for the finals, I think they've done this for me well. They mm. played um, six games so far, and consider just two goals. That tells you the, the type of quality that they do have in that team. Mm. But mm. the Nigerian team, um, they came into the semi-final game in confidence. They just beat um, Cameroon, uh, um, our local rivals, and then beat the Bafana Bafana. So mm. it was disappointing to see that the game against um, Algeria. Nigeria didn't start well in the, in the first half. The mm. Algerians dominated the game. And got their goal, but in the second half, um, they are through the VAR, Nigeria got their techniques to equalize. But mm. the quality of the Mario, you know, from that point, it is just stunning, and nobody could do anything about it. But overall, I think the Algerians were the better side on the day. Well, if you look at some of the match stats, Algeria did have more ball possession 53% to 47% for Nigeria. But if you look at the shots on goal or the shots in total, Nigeria had 11 shots on target. Only uh, six were on target, I beg your pardon. So six shots uh, were on target. And then if you look at Algeria's stats there, eight shots at goal and four were on target. So Nigeria did have a sense of more more like shots on goal that should have been converted. But unfortunately, only one went in. uh, And then Algeria bounced back in the second half to really dominate the game. Yeah, I think um, in the second half, um, Nigeria came into the game, like you're saying, with the stats that you just said right now. Uh, Nigeria didn't really, uh, in the final third, didn't really press and, and take the goalkeeper. Yes, they've got some half chances and some few opportunities. But overall, if you look at the Algerians, I thought in the first half, they got more of the better chances. Because mm-hmm. the stats can say differently, but who got more of the better chances were the Algerians, and, and Nigeria had not. Hmm. If not, the Algerians would have scored even more than one goal in the first half. So Nigeria came back, they first really had again to try to get into the game. Hmm. But to concede towards um, just two seconds to the end of the game was very disappointing. And when that free kick happened, in my opinion, when you have um, a quality player like Marius, it's almost half a chance. So Nigeria was hoping hmm. to drag the game into the extra time. But because of that quality free kick, it was a stunning goal that... Um, the goalkeeper couldn't do anything mm. about so Nigeria went out in that way. But overall, looking at the game, the first half, the Algerians could have killed it off by 2 3 0. So mm. Nigeria wouldn't have had a chance in the second half. But luckily for Nigeria, it was just one man that came back in the second half. I thought in the second half, Nigeria started to play. 
So mm. something happened that I was speaking to somebody about is Nigeria played Bafana Bafana, started the game very well, gave everything, dominated the game, and Bafana came back in the second half. Mm. Towards the end of the game, Nigeria just scored the um, winner like um, a minute or two to the end of the game. So my opinion, I'm thinking that Nigeria did too much against Bafana Bafana that they had nothing in the tank. Mm. A similar situation happened um, and with the South Africans. When they against played, Egypt, they, yes. They played ever so well. That was their best game in the tournament. Mm. You know, they played the host country hands down and dominated that game. Deservingly, they won the, they won the game. Against Nigeria, Bafana sat back again in the first half. Mm. So is this something that we are seeing through the tournament that some of these nations play so well against the big nations? And then the next game, they seem to struggle a little bit, especially in the second half. So that's what happened to the Nigerian team yesterday. Did you see any positives from uh, this team, the Nigerian Super Eagles team, that you feel they'll go on to do something at the World Cup? Yeah, especially um, our our forward-thinking players. You know, we have some very young players coming in, in Chikweze, Simon Moses, Henry Nekuru. Ahmed Musa is there. He is, for me, in my opinion, our biggest threat with his pace and his experience. But we saw in this Afghan, Nigeria didn't really play to, to her strength. Our strength is to get the ball to the wide players and to the strikers. Igalo, he's the top scorer now mm. with four goals. So we didn't really play to our strengths. We, we scrapped a little bit to get through reserve because of our character and togetherness. It seems to me it was very strong. But going forward, like you're saying, the World Cup coming, we have some very young, exciting players that the future looks very bright because mm. they're playing in the top league. And most of them are super regular. So they're used to the big stage and the competitiveness is there. So it's just how do we galvanize this team together from now for them to be together for the World Cup? Because that's about three, three mm. years away from now. But Nigeria do have some exciting and um, Potential, um, big, big young prospects you know, coming to the ranks. Mm. Uh, and uh, Gennot Raw, the uh, Nigeria coach, uh, you must be very pleased with what he is able to get out of this team as well. Yeah, he, he, I think uh, if you listen to his uh, um, post match interview, he was a little bit disappointed that you know, Nigeria didn't do much in the first half. And, mm. and football, that's what happened. But, He's got quality. I'm a little bit disappointed myself because I know the way Nigeria plays. With the quality that he has at his disposal, mm. he knew that Nigeria didn't play very well during the group, group stages, which is expected because they were playing the Messiah team that they know nothing about. Mm. And it takes some time for the team to regroup and start playing to their best. But in the round of to the knockout stages, we saw a different Nigeria. For Nigeria to beat um, defending champions Cameroon, Nigeria to beat Bafana Bafana, that's a huge statement. But mm. in the semi-finals, a little bit disappointing because we have, on paper, we are very strong with the individual players that we have. But collectively, I didn't see the collision of play that much. The future looks bright. Mm. But this was a tournament that Nigeria was one of the favorites. You know, mm. Nigeria was one of the favorites. So going forward, he has a lot of talent and, and, and potentials in that squad. Nigeria is blessed with the luxury of so many good players all around Europe. So mm. I also understand that he's struggling to make a selection. Mm. So how do you put these players together to have a system? I didn't really see a pattern on the system that this team is playing. They, they're just playing football. They show character, good players, yes. But mm. something was missing. Unlike two things that really surprised me. The mm. Algerians, from start to finish, you can see they have a pattern and a style of play. Mm. It's not about an individual. The Madagascar team, they are another surprise package in this tournament. They are a possession type of team. But Nigeria, 
with the quality that we have, we didn't really show it. Mm. All we showed was more character, um, tenacity, desire to win and, and function to represent the country. But with quality, I think on paper we have one of the best world. You go into the third place playoff now against Tunisia, the uh, other losing side in the semi-finals. Uh, that match taking place on Wednesday in Cairo. Nigeria will have a chance now to uh, correct the wrongs, I guess. Do you think they'll have what it takes to finish in third place? Yes, we, we do. Like, like I said earlier, we you know we're just disappointed that you now we considered in the last second of that game. Nigeria has what it takes to beat Tunisia, but after the disappointment of not being at the finals. Will they step up to the occasion? That is the question. Mm-hmm. Where the senior players is is the best? Is he going to pick the best players in that team mm-hmm. to play against Tunisia, or will he give some other players that didn't have much opportunity during the stages to also play? So that is the question. But overall, the Tunisian side are on a run level. Mm-hmm. It took a hard, uh, hard fought uh, um, performance from the Senegalese, who, in my opinion, is another favorite for them to be the Tunisians. Mm. You know, so it was a, it was a hard game against Tunisia and Senegal. So there are no Tunisians are no pushovers. They beat um, the surprise package in the tournament, Madagascar, mm. 3-0. So they are a very good team as well. They started slow in the group, mm. but we saw that during the knockouts to this, they rose to the occasion. So it is going to be a very big and exciting game. Mm. It could go either way. If Nigeria play to their strength with uh, forward players from the back, start the game from the back, which I haven't seen. Two mm. centre-backs opening up, picking the ball from the goalkeeper, play to the midfield, and we play to our white players. Our strengths are the white players. Mm. Then we have a prolific scorer in Ugali. If Nigeria can do that, then I see us beating Tunisia. But if we play the same pattern and where we've been playing throughout the tournament, then it could go either way. Difficult call. Mm-hmm. Then uh, two sides that met in uh, the group stages, Algeria and Senegal, will go into the final now. And uh, if you look at that head-to-head game between Senegal and Algeria, Algeria came out tops 1-0. And that was on the 27th of June. They now will face each other for the second time in the tournament. And uh, earlier on, you you said you were very impressed with this Algerian outfit. Do you think they are the, uh, I guess, the favourites to go on and lift this title? Absolutely. If you look at how Algeria have played, I thought from the game against Senegal, the group game against Senegal, the Algerians won one nil. I mm. think that was the defining moment for them to believe that they can actually go go all the way and get to the finals. Because when you beat one of the tournament's favorites, it gives you confidence. Mm. So Algeria hasn't considered a goal in, they've considered only two goals in six games. Mm. So they've been the ones that have been more dominant in the way they play, and technically I, I think they are higher than all other nations at this upcoming 2019. Mm. They play with the purpose, they have a style of play. Mm. Senegalese on the other side, they have star player Mani. We know what he brings to the table. He missed two penalties already, but he has scored three goals for his nation. So we have, in my opinion, again, the African-based defender Koulibaly. Mm. So he's been outstanding for them. So Senegal, they are very solid, they're very physical. But I see um, the Algerians have a little bit of um, more quality than the Senegalese. And the Algerians play together as well. Mm-hmm. So looking at them, um, if we go back to the head-to-head from the group stages, Algerians beat them one more. Mm-hmm. And coming into this game now, I think that there is a big factor in this final, which is the best African defender is not playing, which is Koulibaly. He's going to be suspended for Senegal. Mm. So that is the key position. That could be the defining factor. That could be what could be the difference between the both sides. Yeah. Because Koulibaly was playing with Kouate. Kouate is a maximum midfielder. 
Sir, but he could play with Kolebali because Kolebali is more experienced and can cover for the lapses. Mm. So if Kolebali is not there, it would be interesting to see who will now pair with Kowati, the captain. And I think the Algerians may want to capitalize on that uh, um, space because the person that is coming in needs time. You know, in centre-back's position, I was a centre-back. Most occasions, you need, you need to have a good understanding. They mm. have only three days from now when that happens. Mm. With that being said, both teams are very strong. Both nations are favourite, but in my opinion, I just think the Algerians might just edge this over the Senegalese. Joseph Yobo, thank you so much for your time this evening, thinking that uh, it will be Algeria that will lift the title this coming Friday. Thank you so much, Joseph, uh, for your time on MSW. And that final taking place on Friday, and it's going to be a humding of a clash as it's Algeria up against Senegal. Uh, the last time that uh, Algeria lifted the title was the first and only time they lifted the title was back in 1990. So will they be able to lift this title for the first time in 29 years? We'll have to wait and see. Friday game kicks off at 9 o'clock and of course you can listen to it right here on Radio 2000.